You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. This episode is super short. Show notes can be found at prosperouscoach.com slash 113. Not too long ago, I heard a group of new coaches discussing the challenges of coaching someone who is uncoachable. And there's no doubt about it, it does feel like a challenge. And there are some people who, for whatever reason, at the moment in time when you coach them, may not be coachable. But as one coach in this group continued to describe the situation they were in, it came out that this was a conversation between friends, not a coaching session. They hadn't talked in years. The friend called, was having a rough time, and the coach, wanting to help, tried to coach her. Hearing that story took me back to a really unpleasant memory from early in my years as a coach when I tried to coach a friend. And it ended our friendship. And at the time... I thought my friend wasn't coachable either. See, as a new coach, I was so eager to use my newly trained coaching skills that I attempted to coach nearly everyone if I thought they needed it. And that was my big mistake is, first of all, believing that people need coaching. Here's the truth, my friends. No one needs coaching. It's not on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We need to understand that coaching is a co-creative relationship. For it to be ethical, both the coach and the coachee must intentionally, consciously step into the container as equals. And we must believe that the coachee is co-creative, resourceful, and whole, rather than less than. If the coachee isn't a willing partner, coaching simply won't happen. And that's why some people at some times might seem uncoachable. Coaching is a professional relationship where the client invests in themselves. The most effective scenario is they hire you to coach them. Now I am super careful to never step into the coaching role unless I'm directly asked to by the person themselves. And I have realized over time the arrogance that I had behind the idea of thinking that people need me to coach them. So you might be wondering now, aren't there any circumstances where you can coach individuals who don't ask to be coached or don't give you permission to be coached? And so I'll just tell you for me, the answer is always going to be no, because I know the damage it can do. Think about it. If you had a therapist friend, would you like it if they were using their skills on you without your permission? Would you like it if you had a clergy friend and they tried to counsel you without your permission or try to preach to you. Not only would it be annoying, it would likely damage your relationship and maybe irreparably. So you have this 
fantastic new skill set. You've learned how to listen deeply. You know how to ask open-ended questions that are powerful. Aren't those skills usable in so many settings? You know, maybe, maybe with your kids, maybe with your spouse, maybe with your colleagues. Uh, okay, look, these skill sets are valuable and useful in lots of different settings. And it's not actually the listening or asking questions that create the breach. It's the energy and mindset that you bring to it of stepping into the coaching role when it isn't mutual. That's what really creates the breach. So the next time you catch yourself thinking that someone needs coaching, check yourself. Don't coach. Don't just do it as a knee jerk. If a friend comes to you in pain, absolutely listen. Absolutely hold them in love and hold space for their recovery as they get through the emotion. If they ask you directly for your help, don't step into the coaching role. Ask them, how can I help? See the difference. Stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.